Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 272, Bad Milo. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Hello. Hello, buddy. Hey, pal. You just reminded me of the first Quar album when you said, hello. hello. Oh. Yeah. 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 What a classic that is. I this love is, it. Yeah, that's the whole name of the album, right? Hell, hello. Yeah. 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 I uh I don't uh, uh particularly recall any specific songs on that. Um, Slutman City. Okay. Uh yeah. Guar theme. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the Guar theme. The Guar theme is a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of, I forget what the one about the dead dog is. Yeah. But it's about their dead dog. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, they share a cheese ball. They just do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Guar. Guar. I, uh, you know, we've talked about Guar numerous times. I think both of you and I are fans of uh, more of their experimental, slightly less metal They're more phases. F- more funny kind yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, they're still funny, but. Like, the music sounds more fun right, on yeah. those first, like, four albums. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of disappointing that they they decided to just go in a straight to up total metal. Yeah, right. They still and obviously they still have their sense of humor because like you showed me that onion video of of uh, Guar covering "Carry On My Wayward Son." Right, and that's great. Right, you and know. there's also the the one that they do of uh, uh, "Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car," uh, right. which right. also <laughs> then turns into Baba O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I guess their fans maybe were craving more metal. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, nothing wrong with metal. Nothing wrong with metal. But, but if you throw in like, uh, you know, have you seen me? Like, right. You know, yeah. Stuff like that with the little little swing, little uh, right the, lounge music or whatever. Yeah, there's little loungy things going on right. in there. Some sax. Yeah, I remember oh, some yeah. horns. Uh, there was, I think even there was a, like a sea chanty that was uh, right. Uh, I can't remember which one, but very uh, you know group singy, you know folk songy type thing. Yeah, right. You know I mean, yeah, Guar style, of course. Play it up. Yeah, do whatever. They were so good. They, I mean, so they're good. still good. Oh yeah, they're great. But you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just I can listen to metal anywhere. Anytime. Yeah, you don't need Guar to do just straight up metal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. I think it adds to the mystique that they they were also able to do other things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like using your laptop to hammer in a nail. It's like right. yeah. you can do that. Sure. But you can watch porn with it. Yeah. You know? Which. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I think Guar would be okay with that analogy. Uh huh. Yeah. Because since we added the word porn. Right. Right. <laughs> And hammering nails in the face. <laughs> right. Yeah, they love both of those things. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Um, fine. Yeah? That's good. 
finds better than the last couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I have my ups and downs. Right, we all do. We're human right. beings. I mean, I think it was the last episode that I mentioned the, the whole depression thing. So, right. Know, I mean, yeah. that, that's still a factor. Yeah. You know, that's not going away anytime soon. Right. <laughs> it's a part of you. It's part of me. It's part of this show. Right. It kind of lives up this show's ass. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and then it manifests itself occasionally and takes someone out. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> it's not pretty. Snow prettier than the movie we just watched? Yeah. <laughs> we watched Bad Milo. Yeah, we did. Starring, Bad Milo. Starring, uh... Starring Ken Marino. As Duncan... As Duncan Hayslip. Yeah. Uh, Ken Marino of The State fame. Okay. I, he looked familiar, but I could not... He's also kind of just one of those guys. Right. Like, like he appears in... Tons of comedy things. Just random appearances, yeah. right? Uh, he's uh, he was a uh, minor character on the show Veronica Mars, which uh, the movie just came out this past weekend. Ah, I believe he is in that as well. I know absolutely nothing about that. I couldn't even tell you what genre or year that Veronica Mars is from. It's mystery and recently. Okay. Huh. <laughs> It's it's about a uh, high school girl who also uh, is sort of a private eye. Okay. Uh, and uh, her dad is, was like the former sheriff of the town, and now he's a private eye. Ah. And uh, conspiracies. Hmm. And mystery. I like I like mysteries. And a little comedy here and there. Hmm. And Ken Marino as a sometime villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. He was a rival PI. But Ooh, very sleazy. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I don't want to talk about this too much, but uh, I uh, was uh, out today with, with a friend, and uh, I was talking about you and uh, your horrible use of puns. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and how, asked, it isn't infe- how it's infecting you? It is infecting me. Right. Uh, but but uh, they they specifically asked for like one example, and I couldn't think of any. Right. And and here we just had one. <laughs> right. Yeah. They they manifest. Yeah. They come They come out of my ass. <laughs> and they stink like they do sometimes. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, this movie, yeah, Bad Milo. Where did we hear about this? Did we see a trailer when we watched another movie, I believe? Um, Like, I know I saw a trailer just randomly. I didn't look it up on YouTube. Uh, I think... Uh, I know you were the one who told me to watch the trailer. Okay. But I had actually heard of it before that. Because you know, I don't particularly care to watch trailers. Right, right. So I had heard of it, and like as soon as I heard the premise and who was in it, I was like, okay, I'll watch that okay. eventually. Right. Uh, but then you you uh, said we should watch I the trailer. Yeah, I must have just watched the movie on my own. That hardly ever happens. Maybe Doogie pointed it out to you? He he watches trailers. Uh, no, I know I was like actually just watching a movie, and I saw the trailer for it, but I don't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. All right. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a mystery lost to the ages. W- somebody call Veronica Mars. <laughs> Get her ass in here. Um, Please. Right. She's cute. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. Kristen Bell. 
attractive. Oh. Hmm. Relation to the guy at Bell Book? No. <laughs> no. 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 I was going to say, because uh, obviously... Uh, I've never seen her bring a uh, mystery science theory <laughs> robot to any of her movies. Uh, well... And I'm pretty sure that uh, Joe doesn't violently hate her. Right. I think yeah. he actually probably feels the opposite about yeah. Kristen Bell. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. So who is the lady that played uh, Duncan's wife in this movie her she, name is julian jacobs she looks very very familiar she is in the show community oh that's where i know her from okay, okay. Right. yeah that's what it is uh this uh this movie has a lot of people that i recognize from things yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, duncan's father is one of my favorite that guys oh yeah steven root yeah he's like uh he's a regular on the show justified that we're watching he's appeared a couple times yeah and uh he's been in some coen brothers movies as a strange characters he's uh, of course probably best known from office space as milton oh right that's him yeah that is oh him. my god i forgot yeah. that was him oh, yeah. the stapler guy right stapler it's been <laughs> it's been so many years since i've seen office space man it's probably been a dozen years uh and he was also in uh the show news radio he was mm. the boss. Never saw it. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, it's a good show. I I, I assume it would be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Stephen Root. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh man, I love that guy. Also, the voice of Bill on uh, King of the Hill. Is he? Oh yeah. Man, I I learn stuff every day. <laughs> that's why that's why you all are tuning in, right? Because it's so informative here. <laughs> It's definitely not the entertainment factor. It's got to be the educational factor. <laughs> I would imagine. I would hope. Um, but yeah, this is one of the better movies I've seen about an ass goblin. Uh, can you name a uh, <laughs> like, like second down on the list? Uh, the Pianist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the director's cut, if you haven't watched that. Right. They cut out all the ass goblin parts. Uh, so they could win an Oscar. Right, yeah. Pretty yeah. lame. Yeah. Pretty lame. Probably also cut a little too close to home to the uh, whole uh, Roman Polanski trial. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Probably. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, pedophiles. <sighs> Tell you love them. They, I, <laughs> you as, like, the people or me as in me? You, Jason Young. I'm not a... Like, love I, pedophile filmmakers. I have never loved Roman Polanski. <laughs> I do like some of his films, but I've never been like, man, that guy is amazing. <laughs> like, like, he's made some good movies, but I think he's made more movies I don't like yeah. than he's made movies I do like. Whereas Woody Allen has made more movies I love than... Or, I'd say more movies I like. I don't... I think there's, like, maybe two movies he's made I love, but... uh one of which I just bought for a dollar at the library sale. More on that later. <laughs> don't don't touch that dial. <laughs> if you want to hear exciting library purchase stories, this is the place for you. <laughs> but yeah, I like Woody Allen. Okay, yeah. Pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gray area. It's not a gray Alleged. Area. Alleged pedophile. Yeah. Because um, if it's true, that is not a gray area. If it's true, it won't surprise me. But if it's not true, it won't disappoint me. What? Is that right? Uh, I can't. I don't know. Too many yeah. double negatives. Um, but we're not here to talk about Woody Allen. No, we are not. We're here to talk about Bad Milo. Bad Milo. Starring Ken Marino. Jillian Jacobs. 
Patrick Warburton. Yeah, Patrick Warburton. Steven Root. Patrick Warburton is so great. Kumail Nanjiani. Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare is so good, too. <laughs> Would you not watch anything that Pat Warburton is in? Like, is there, is, is there, like, is he one of those people that you would just watch anything that he's in? Nope. I think I would. Nope. Because he is on a terrible, terrible television. Oh, I know. Him. That's why I watched it once. Okay. Because he was in it. Right. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, like, I don't mean like I, I'm there from start to finish with right. every project he does, mm -hmm. but I'm on board with checking out everything that he does. Yeah, I'm not. And that was. I don't not think good. there is a single actor or director or writer alive. Who just gets that carte blanche uh, for me? Rob Schneider? <laughs> Close. Not even Rob Schneider? Close. I've probably seen more things with him in it than you should have. Than I should have, yeah. <laughs> I think every human has, whether, you, <laughs> whether you've seen anything by him or not. Um, I mean, I still maintain that uh, Rob Schneider's Judge Dredd is much better than the current remake. Did Rob Schneider direct that? <laughs> he should have. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, because I bought the Rob Schneider Criterion box set. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember that one being in there. All of, all of his directorial... Um, <laughs> no. Well, they only picked the ones that uh, oh, really impacted right. the industry. That's true. The ones that were game changers. Right. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ben Milo. Ben Milo. What can you say? Uh, it's, about a, it's about a guy <laughs> who has uh, some sort of monster living in his ass. Right. Or it's living in his body, but it exits through his ass. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, um, as he gets uh, more and more stressed out, uh, the uh, the monster decides that it needs to uh, come out and wreak havoc. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all been stressed out. Sure. Um, we've all wanted to murder our, you know, coworkers or just random passersby. Right. Um, <laughs> too bad we don't all have ass demons that right. can do that for us. Right. And then get blamed on your raccoons. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of raccoons in this neighborhood too, like around dumpsters and things. Uh -huh. So you know, I could see that being blamed away on them. Sure. Raccoons are kind of awful. Uh, I think they're fine. Uh, they're adorable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't deny that. Right. They're but super they're kind cute. of awful. What do they do that's bad? Uh, they're, they're just they eat trash. trash. Uh, they don't eat just trash. Uh, they don't eat you know anything. Like we at my parents' house, uh, they they have kind of a raccoon problem if they leave like cat food out. Maybe they just think it's a raccoon problem. No, it's a raccoon. What problem. if it's your dad's ass goblin? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my dad's ass goblin. No. I've seen my dad's ass goblin. Yeah, it's a different thing. It's a different thing altogether. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, never really had any run-ins with raccoons other than one apartment complex I lived in. Like, you walk up my back door and, like, the dumpster's, like, ten feet away for the entire, like, plat. Right. And uh, at nighttime, there's always raccoons just hanging out, like, eating eating stuff out of the, out of the dumpster. But I never had a problem with them. They were okay. Like, even if I took trash out, they would just kind of stare at me and I'd just throw it in there. And yeah. Then they'd sort through it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. 
they're rodents. Right. But they're adorable. Yeah. There's a little, there's a little, bandit, get the little ma- bandit masks. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when, whenever, uh, when I used to go on uh, vacation uh, to Michigan with my parents, so uh, it was a cabin in the woods, and uh, uh, you know, we'd leave out food for uh, raccoons and possums, and uh, so we would just watch them come and eat all our scraps or whatever. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there was one that was missing a leg, and so like we recognized it, uh, you know, every time. And, yeah. 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 So in the so, in the movie, they blame. All of the ass goblin murders on raccoons, on raccoons yeah. because that's just the first thing they think of. And like, sure, it's probably what it was. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> raccoons <laughs> tend to murder people. Sure, in horribly violent ways. Okay. Yeah, in yeah. office buildings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Warburton is so great as uh, just the shitty, crazy boss. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is one scene though that's uh, <laughs> it's just so. Fucking absurd. It's gotta be ad libbed. It had to be. Yeah. It absolutely had to be, but it's so great. Right. <laughs> and I mean like I, I like the, the the main actor, Ken Marino. Like like he's really good too. And, yeah. and like such a good straight man. Oh yeah. Oh my absolutely. God. For this material to yeah. pull it to pull it off that that straight and serious, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Right. But then, like, so that particular scene that we're talking about where just, like, he's having an interaction with Patrick Warburton, and then Patrick Warburton walks off and then does something in the background. Right. Like, like I don't know if Kim Marino knew that that was happening or not, but right. he just is just doing his thing. Yeah. <laughs> All this just ridiculous, hilarious thing is happening behind right. him. You, have to, you just have to see it. Because yeah. it's, like, sort it's kind of out of focus, but, oh, yeah. but not enough that you can't tell exactly what he's doing. You know? It's so good. <laughs> Patrick Warburton, man. Tops. Yeah. Top notch. Too bad about the wig. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? Yeah, you, his hair in this movie. Oh, it was a wig? It, it, it had to be. You think? It didn't look real. Or oh. good. Oh. It might have just been absurd on purpose. I hope. Yeah. I hope. I, I don't know. I I hope. Hope. But yeah, I love Patrick Warburton. He's so good. The tick. The fucking tick. Right. Putty. Yeah, putty. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad about that show that Whatever he's on it's right called. now. Rules I still, still kind of want to see that, like, Sam Slade or Rock... Rock uh, Hard... Oh, rock Slide. Rock or, Sledge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he plays, like, a... Uh, it's like a comedy sort of spoof of the old detective... Right. Noir yeah. kind of stuff. Noir. We haven't done that one. No, we haven't. We didn't do it during the spirit episode. Oh, you didn't? Oh, like, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. what, that was a good episode. What is wrong with me and Joe? <laughs> I, see, I should have been here you to herald yeah. you guys forward. Uh, you really should have. Yeah. You really should have been here. I should have just not showed up for the movie and then just showed up, showed up for the commentary. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I could have just said, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I would have been spot on. But uh, what if you, like Joe, would have loved it? It's possible. <laughs> you know, I'll let it. I'll let you borrow it when you get a Blu-ray player. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> if either of us are still alive when I get a Blu-ray player, I'll be surprised. <laughs> well, hey, I, honestly, I just have to wait for you to eventually move in with Kathleen. That's true. And right. She's got a Blu-ray player, and you're fucking watching mm, the spirit. Man, <laughs> that sounds worse and worse. <laughs> 
So that's going to be the impetus for you now to never move in. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I wonder. I just wanted to get rid of that fucking dog. <laughs> and then I, I will not live with that. I told her I was like, you know, if if it came down to like living on the streets or living somewhere where that dog lived, it would be. It might come down to a coin toss. Like I, like I love that dog. She's super sweet her uh-huh. name's pearl yeah um for the listener but um probably the worst pet i've ever encountered in my life <laughs> as far as just like she's antsy she's, she's <laughs> that doesn't even begin <laughs> to describe oh my gosh that's like saying like robin williams is antsy <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah sometimes uh yeah sometimes that guy gets a little antsy at robin williams <laughs> taps his foot when he's nervous Sweat sometimes, a little bit, a little, little bit of sweat. <laughs> He's got some hair on him. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, other than antsy, uh, the dog like just uh, misbehaves yeah. frequently. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. So uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I can't live with that dog. You know, once once she decides to get rid of the dog or whatever. Or natural causes right. take their course. Well, um, I wish you luck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the dog to die. I want the dog to live on a farm somewhere right, yeah. miles and miles away from us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll, that'll be the time I have a Blu-ray player. Right. <laughs> uh, bad Milo. Bad Milo. Yeah. yeah. So, just, I mean... It's not a ton to talk about with the plot. Right. I mean, that's pretty much it. Right. You, yeah. And like, well, he goes to the, the psychiatrist and he kind of learns a little bit of backstory about this, right, yeah. this ass goblin. Like, yeah. The psychiatrist is played by uh, Peter Stormare. Who is awesome. He's know? pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's yeah. usually awesome anyway. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he's particularly so in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, he's, uh, Ken Marino is, is stressed out by his wife and, you know, uh, she, you know, was, yeah, she's not really pushing, but, uh, like her, his mom and her husband <laughs> are, uh, uh, pushing for her, them to, to have kids. Right. Uh, you know, his, uh, his mom is married to a, a much younger, uh, man. Probably younger than, uh, younger than, uh, younger than yeah. Duncan, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, played by uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who is a uh, comedian, and uh, he's on a lot of podcasts that I listen to. Ah, cool. Yeah, he was he was hilarious. Oh yeah, like he was maybe possibly my favorite character in the movie. Actually, yeah, yeah, he was great. He was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you know Ken Marino goes to this therapist, and while he's dealing with his uh, ass demon. <laughs> You know, he's also dealing with uh, unresolved issues with his father. Oh, yeah. Who's played by Stephen Root. Right. Uh, who just sort of lives a hippie lifestyle up in the middle of nowhere. In the now. In the now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've often wanted to live in the now. You kind of do. Yeah, do you think I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are half a hippie. Yeah, I'm half. Yeah, do we determine it's my lower half? Right? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. You know, it's from the waist down. You know, the same person I was talking to earlier about your puns. I said you're like half a hippie, right. and, uh, and they wanted to know which half. And I, 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 <laughs> you forgot about that. I forgot which yeah. half. I think it's my lower it's half. It's the lower half. Yeah. I'll remember that for next time. Because it's definitely the stinkier portion of oh, my sure, body. Sure, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Just makes sense. <laughs> and and I don't... your pubes are dreads. Right. They are? Yeah. 
Um, and I don't have long hair on my on my noggin. Right. So yeah, it's got to be my lower half. Yeah, but you do have the beard though. That's true. And you are wearing a knit cap it's for pretty, no reason. <laughs> it's cold in here. You've got a, a fan on in the middle of winter. <laughs> it's on the heat cycle. Uh, I don't understand that. <laughs> the fan goes one direction. It's cool. If it goes the other direction, it uh, keeps the uh, the cool air up. That sounds like a conspiracy. It's not. Uh, it's science. I don't understand science. <laughs> I'm a faith-based creature. <laughs> I'm gonna next time I'm in the Christian Science Museum, I'm gonna look up that fan thing. All right, all right. See if the dinosaurs and Jesus <laughs> know can shed some light on this. <laughs> they invented it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fun movie. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so funny. You know, like 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 maybe one or two times during the movie, like I was like, you know, I I was kind of formulating my opinion. I was like, this is pretty good, but maybe it would be better if it was just like a short film. But then like every time I thought that, like ten minutes later, I was like, no, keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. Yeah. Like like it Treads a very fine line between like trauma quality, yeah, and uh, and and just you know straight, you know totally, comedy. totally yeah. agree, totally agree. And like I'm glad, like like part of me kind of wants like to think that it should have gone over that line, yeah, like into full blown trauma territory, right? Like, but but also I'm super glad that it didn't, really. Yeah, because I, I that was one thing I did kind of think like I wish maybe it would have been like more gruesome or like disgusting, right? Like because there were some like gross parts. Oh sure, but you never ever see the the monster going in or out of his ass, right? Yeah. Um, and like not that you need to see that, but maybe it would have been cool to see some more like gross like, uh, you know, connector scenes like just right, right. shit spraying on the wall and stuff like that. Like I think if you're gonna do the Ass Goblin movie, maybe go ahead and. Maybe for it. Right. right. Like, yeah, you know, like part of me totally agrees with you. Like like, like it really does. But but then like the other part of me is just like I don't want to see that. Right. <laughs> see. Yeah. Right. And and like it's But I get it. Like I like I totally get it. It's played so straight. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the movies. I like maybe Peter Stormare is over the top and maybe Peter Stormare is kind of always over right. the, well, both of those guys are kind of always but over the top all the main like like the main couple in the movie yeah, right. are so straight yeah. like like it's great how straight they are but like i think that would have been even better if if it would have been like more disgusting and they were still that straight right, pl- right. Play, playing it that straight i mean you know like i think that i think i would have liked it better if it would have been just a little more disgusting there <laughs> like i said i see your point i i really do because because part of me agrees but yeah, you know, I'm glad that it wasn't also. <laughs> right. Like I think I think I probably would have been fine with more gore. Yeah. Like like you know like cuz uh, there's murders. Cuz there are murders there's like a half dozen we, murders. we see, you know, a couple of them and then they they they're pretty tame. Yeah. You know, you just see kind of blood fly everywhere. Like there's one scene <laughs> where the guy's dick gets ripped off. Yeah, like like more of that. Like I would have been fine with, like like that on a bigger scale. Uh, you, you mean you wish his dick was bigger? I would wish his dick was bigger. Uh, <laughs> you always say that every time we watch a movie. You're like, I wish that guy's dick was bigger. 
You know, until Hollywood fixes that. Right. I'm going to keep complaining about it. Right. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> when you watched Rob Schneider's Eight and a Half, <clears throat> right. you said the same thing. Well, it's because his dick clearly was not eight and a half. Right. No, it was like seven and a quarter. Right. Tops. Don't lie to me. Right. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah. We've seen enough of them. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, six of mine equals seven and a quarter. <laughs> I can tell. The, I can do the math right on, on top of my head. <laughs> uh, Bad Milo. Bad Milo. Uh, probably not a movie for everybody. No, but uh, if you got if you got a funny bone, yeah, and uh, like like horror movies, then yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's perfect. What the hell is your problem? Not watching. If you this? like Army of Darkness or like yeah. stuff like you know just stuff Gremlins, that's, yeah, Gremlins. It's got a very Gremlinsy vibe. Ghoulies, maybe. Ghoulies, yeah, ghoulies. yeah. Uh, ghoulies. <clears throat> it's, it's all right. Yeah, Ghoulies was just okay. Yeah. What was it Ghoulies 2 you and I watched that one time and with, I fell asleep like with, a third of the way through? <laughs> it's the one where they, I don't know if it was one or two, they went to the fun house and I think it was two. the Ghoulies yeah. were living in the fun house. I enjoyed that movie. Like, sure. I really did. Right. Like, like it was up there with like Killer Clowns from Outer Space for me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I don't know, not for everybody. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I just fell asleep in the moment. It was and, late. And he was didn't late. wake me up until it was over. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Which, you, I guess you, I'm fine You with. were tuckered out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you had a long day? <laughs> it was probably a Friday dry night. I don't know. I think it was a Saturday. All right. But, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. It was really fun. I mean, yeah, it is hard to review this type of movie. Because I mean, yeah, <laughs> it exactly. is what it is. Yeah, if you've seen the trailer, there's no surprises to right. wh- what you're gonna watch. Right, yeah, it's not like you're like, well, that didn't turn out to be what I expected. <laughs> you know, if you've seen the trailer, it's it's that only a hundred or an hour and twenty two minutes longer. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. There's there's no surprises or twists in this movie. Uh, even the twist in the movie was kind of yeah, 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 yeah. There was a moment where I was like, "Oh, okay," yeah, and then, yeah. and then, yeah, there, and then there goes. Um, but, but yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, and we can all relate. I mean, this man is like stressed out. Like it's it's when things are coming at you from all directions, like his work, his family life, right. um, his you know past issues with his parents. You know, you know. Sometimes you know you get overwhelmed whenever you have to deal with multiple things like that all at once. And uh, this is a very comedic, cathartic, maybe way to deal with that kind of thing. Like yeah. to watch this movie, you know. Because like, well, at least I don't <coughs> also have ass goblins. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, if you had an ass goblin, right? What I've... would you name it? Oh gosh. <laughs> Liefeld. <laughs> I'm like, get out there and do your worst, little buddy. <laughs> uh, how about you, Brasfield? <laughs> Can we let them play together? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll take them to the park. Holy 
shits. <laughs> Could you imagine a collaboration between Matt Brassfield and Rob Liefeld? <laughs> <laughs> I am imagining that. <laughs> I am capable of such a thing, and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Uh, oh, we need to figure out a way to make that right, happen. Right. Oh. Kickstarter. Yeah. Is Rob Liefeld ever be at a at a horror convention? <laughs> oh. Like like that would be great. I don't, I don't think he ever. Yeah, I don't <sighs> think so. Well, it's, then then we got to get Matt Brassfield to to do his thing at a comic convention. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cuz as Liefeld, he's never drawn any like like anything based on like werewolves or Frankenstein or anything like that. Like some of the characters have had like monsters and stuff, but I remember Nightmare. Remember that? K N I. Oh yeah, that, wasn't he kind of like a like a, I mean like a, a, yeah knight suit? Sort right, of yeah. A, yeah. But it wasn't like a supernatural like trying to rip off the Witchblade and Darkness. Maybe kind yeah, of thing. but he only Evangeline. Had, I think he only did the covers though. Well, sure. I mean. That's pretty much what he's done. Yeah, most of his career. you know, I totally wish, and like I'm not joking, that they would release like an art book of all of his covers, right? Because I've thought about buying the books that he's done covers for, but there's so many, right? And like, even at a quarter or fifty cents, <clears throat> it's it's not really <clears throat> worth it, you know. Right. But if I had like a nice twenty dollar hardcover hard right? of all yeah. just the just the covers of all of his covers, I would lap that up. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. But I would look at your copy. <laughs> I would bring it over. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Bad Milo. Bad Milo. Recommended to people who have similar tastes it's, to us. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Netflix. It, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You, you can watch it there. Did it just come out this last year? Uh, Yeah. It's been out for a couple months. Okay. I mean, not on Netflix, but, you know, yeah, I remember it over the summer. Definitely uh, was... was out and about on uh, VOD and, and whatnot. It didn't hit theaters, though. Uh, probably super limited, I would guess. Mm. Definitely not in the Miami Valley. Definitely not. We don't get anything good here. Right. Except for gutter trash. Except for gutter trash. Yeah, that's why this town loves... Like, I mean, you might not know, listener, but when we walk out of the, these studios... Oh, yeah. There's a crowd waiting for us. And we are knee-deep in strange pussy. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like I sign autographs for pff, ten minutes sometimes, right? Yeah, and then and then like I'm like that is enough. I got to go to the limo and get laid, right? You know, yep. And then I go home to my mom's basement and jerk <laughs> off while I'm reading Harlan Ellison short stories <laughs> because that's Dayton, Ohio. That's how we play it here. Don't be fronting. If you're not from Dayton, you won't understand. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, uh, it's it's kind of super hard to talk about this movie yeah. in any kind of yeah. constructive way. Just it's right. Awesome. And why funny. would you? Why would you analyze it? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's awesome and funny, and it's about a ass demon. Yeah. If that's not for you, then you already know it's not for you. Exactly. And <laughs> and if it is for you, then right. and you haven't heard of it, then you should most certainly check it out. Right. Yeah. It, it was definitely for us. Yeah. Watch it with a buddy. Yeah. It's more fun. Sure it like, is. Like, I think if I would have watched this by myself, I'd have been like, ha ha ha. Right, yeah. But it's, it's, it's one of those movies where you're like, it's 
just so fucked up that you know like you know yeah. it's better to watch it with someone it, it's can, good to like you know like like after like a thing happens look across the room and, and lock eyes with the right, person you're watching right. it and just realize what the fuck is happening right right <laughs> and, and not in like a shitty way though no yeah and yeah, not not like in a room type capacity <laughs> right it, no. it is it is a solidly made movie it's genuinely well done yes yeah. All right then. Well, let's take a break. Let's do that. And then we'll be back. We'll be back. Have you ever had an ass goblin? I have not. I don't think I have either. I've had stomach problems from anxiety. Oh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've... Yeah, I've probably had some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah back, uh, mostly when I was a teenager, early 20s, yeah. for some reason, just like all of a sudden I realized the world was a terrible place. <laughs> right. <laughs> it scared me a lot. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. I, I would probably say my my problems are more recent than, uh, right. than, than that. But, right. But, uh, yeah. 
So I got a, I've got a pretty strong constitution. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. But uh, you know, occasionally, occasionally now I get, uh, I get, uh, you know, I get, uh, I get a bad tummy. Yep. Yeah. Right. The brass fields in there. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is perfect. <laughs> yeah, good movie. Indeed. I, I was hoping, uh, like, I took a, I, a I, shit. I took a shit. No, I checked my voicemail during the break because I thought um, earlier I talked to Doogie and he said he was actually thinking about watching Bad Milo today, which is right. weird because he didn't know we were doing the show. Right. And I was like, oh, if you do, excuse me, call me and let me know what you think, and we'll, uh, you know, read your little review. Right. Yeah. But no, it was my my uh, uh, drunken forty-something-year-old. Uh, friend who wants me to take him to get his dentures tomorrow uh, and he did not want to stop talking yeah during the break i was uh i was here by myself for, for quite a while <laughs> right. yeah. did, you, did you masturbate i did not no no yeah no i wait till you're in the room right yeah. i appreciate the thought yeah <laughs> it's just rude otherwise exactly if you're gonna invite somebody over the least you can do is spank your monkey while they're in the room thank you right right yeah. <laughs> Joe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does he do it before you get here or after you leave? Uh, he doesn't do it at all when I'm around. So, I mean, uh, That's either before or after. I don't know. Uncouth. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to wait mm -hmm. until he gets here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or, or the couple of times we've been over to his house. Yeah. Uh, come on, Joe. Plenty of time to masturbate. Get it together. Yeah. Do it when we're there. Mm -hmm. That's what a good host does. That's true. Yeah, I've, I've read about it in books. Right. Etiquette books and yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, whenever I go to your house, oh, you, yeah. you wait until I'm there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Good hosting. Thank you. Yeah. I try. <laughs> I save it up, too. If I know you're coming over. Right. I I don't jack off for, like, 24 hours. Oh, well, yeah, because you wanted to be impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want just, like... I don't want to fill a thimble. I want to fill a Dixie cup. Exactly. Right. I don't want a cloud of dust to be coming out. No, no. You just want a full right. stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thick and gooey. That's the way it should be. <laughs> We're gross. We are. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm not. No one's still listening. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, you reading good books lately? Comics? <laughs> no. You haven't read any comics? Uh, no, not really. N nothing worth talking about? Yeah, okay. no. I mean, Didn't you say you started to read one for the I, show? I, I did try to start reading uh, the... Uh, a couple years ago, DC put out a, uh, a hardcover collection of all of Steve Ditko's Creeper comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, it's like a 300-page thing. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all... From like you know the late sixties, and a couple unpublished ones, so they were just in black and white in the back. Uh, yeah, I, uh, like I was gonna pick it for the show, and uh, started reading it, and like I mean they're fine, right? I mean you know you, you have to have a certain temperament to read Silver Age comics. Oh, yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. You have to be in the right mood. Yeah, because uh, they're a little wordy, a little cheesy, right. and, you know, I mean, not not great. I mean, the arts... They're not super cool. engaging stories, usually. Right, right? Yeah. They're just kind of there. Right. The stories are there just to fuel the appearances of the characters. Right, yeah. yeah. And I would say, you know, probably 
Ditko had maybe a little more power over it than, like, let's say, you know, your average Batman story from that time period. Sure, yeah. You know, uh, over the Creeper, you know. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's still, it is what it is. And, and I got, like, two or three chapters into it, like, you know, his first couple appearances. Uh, I think one of them, uh, I think there's, like, two appearances in, like, Showcase. And then, uh, like, you know, then Beware the Creeper number one, you know, you know it, it reprinted the whole series and then a couple of other things. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and, and, you know, I mean, it's all single issue done in one storytelling, which is great. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. More comics would do that. That would be awesome. But, you know, at the same time, there's, like, no real overarching anything that's happening. So it's, just so it's not. It's not super engaging. Yeah. Not really something that I felt would have been good to talk about. So that was going to be, you were going to pick the, like, 300-something page? Uh-huh. Wow, that's, yeah. a, that's a lot of Creeper comics. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, like I had I'd started reading it, like, last Saturday. Wow. You know, and, like, with the intent of having it done by today to, yeah. to give to you. and You're like, yeah, it's just too much. It was right. too much, yeah. If it was, like, 100 pages, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's... Enjoyable for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, much like a Jack Kirby, I've, I've uh, got a a late in life appreciation for Steve Ditko. You know, I think maybe my appreciation for Ditko is still forming because I I've always thought his art was cool. It had its own sort of style, right, yeah. But I, I like I wouldn't say like I am a Ditko fan, like, right? Yeah. Yes, buddy. Like right, yep. like I have nothing against him. And I like some of the things I've seen by him, but I would never be like, man, I want a Ditko t-shirt or, right, or yeah. you know, like, I mean, yeah, definitely. Like I don't have near the appreciation for him that I do for like Jack Kirby. Right. But you know, I appreciate him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, clearly he was involved in the creation of, of some very cool characters. Right. That spider know. guy, that spider dude. Yeah. I can't remember his real name. Or... It was like a uh, web boy. Or right. Yeah. Web, yeah. Web, web. I don't know. Web. But then also the creeper, ooh, I, I love his character, and the question, and, and of course, Blue Beetle. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're a big Blue Beetle fan. Uh, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and his art is very distinct and oh, unique. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like he's got a style, and it's great. The man can draw hands like no one else. I agree. I read a, I read a little article once called The Hands of Steve Ditko or something like yeah. that, and it, and it was just all these different shots from Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, yeah. and it yeah. was like, wow, he really does... He is the master of drawing hands. Yep. Like, Bern Hogarth should learn from, <laughs> yeah. from, from, from Ditko. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, like, like it was weird though. I was reading it and, uh, like the first appearance is also the origin of the creeper. And it is just, it's, man, what a ridiculous fucking origin <laughs> that character oh, oh. has. What is his origin? <laughs> Uh, like, like, you know, according, I know it's changed a little bit here and there, uh, throughout, uh, time, but, uh, back when, when Ditko, you know, wrote it, it was, uh, uh, Jack Ryder was a, uh, television news, uh, reporter or something like that, and he got fired from his job, and then immediately hired by the same television network to be, like, a private investigator. Huh, okay. And uh, they, they wanted him to investigate, like, you know, this uh, mob boss or whatever, and, like, a kidnapped scientist, you know, had uh, disappeared, you know. So Jack goes to, to investigate, and he winds up at, like, this costume party. And so he sneaks in by finding this... Uh, he goes to a costume shop, and all they have is, like, just a random box of... Uh, 
random things. <laughs> and so he buys it for like 10 bucks and uh, goes to this party dressed with all the crap that was in the box, right. which was like yellow tights, uh, like a green wig, and... Uh, uh, green shorts and, and red boots and red gloves and uh, then there was like a a shag rug. Yeah, so it didn't have like a wrap or something. Yeah, it, it was a rug. Yeah, it was literally a rug. <laughs> and he says, "Well, I guess I can wear this as a cape," and puts it on. Then goes into this party and then uh, gets found out and gets stabbed. Uh, and then thrown in the room with uh, the kidnapped scientist. The scientist then. Injects him with a serum that will uh, heal him and also make him super strong and super fast. Hmm. Uh, then also embeds in the knife wound a device that uh, will allow him to like like activate the device and it will turn whatever he is currently wearing invisible. Huh. And so. Like, he hits it, and so his costume that he's wearing disappears, and he's just naked. Okay. Uh, so he hits it again, and he's back in his creeper outfit. And so, basically, like, he, that's how he transforms back and forth between being the creeper and not. So he always turns into a naked guy. Well, he, he could, uh, he, when he is naked, he can put clothes on. And uh, uh, so okay. then when he switches the button, he just turns back and forth to whatever he's currently wearing I and gotcha. the creeper costume. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I had no idea. Yep. Because we read, like, a couple years ago, the Beware the Creeper Vertigo book. It was yeah. way different. It was super yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've got quite a few creeper comics here and there, like, uh... Uh, I mean, like the first Creeper comic that I ever read was uh, it was uh, his guest appearance in uh, the Joker ongoing. Okay, uh, from the late seventies yeah. that only lasted like nine issues. Right, uh, he appeared in that, and like, like I didn't know what his deal was at the time. You know, he just sort of was there. I'm, yeah, I'm sure a Batman comic is the only thing I've ever read with a Creeper in it, other right. than the Vertigo thing. And like, uh, he appeared in the Batman animated series, and they gave him a completely different origin there, right. uh, where he basically fell into a vat of the, the chemical Joker that stuff. turned into the Joker. Yeah, yeah. And it just had a different effect on him than it did to the Joker. Yeah, huh? Yeah, and now he's like some sort of weird demon thing because New Fifty Two. Of course, so he's an actual demon. Yeah, like okay, he's got powers and yeah, evil powers. Uh, he's like a like a creepy oni kind of thing, huh? So if he's got super speed, right? Uh huh. Why well, not it? like like Flash super speed, but like like Captain America super speed. Okay, so yeah, like, like faster than than you or me. Well, that's Which, just, that's the average man. That is the average person. The average sure. human gait right, is faster yeah. than our top speed. <laughs> I mean, as as we know, I can barely walk down a sidewalk. <laughs> right. Well, in in your defense, you had pretzels on the brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, should I tell that story? Real yeah. Quick? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a pretzel place like a couple blocks from here. And <laughs> I have a relatively regular tradition of going there on a Saturday and getting a couple pretzels. And yesterday was a really nice day. Oh, yeah. It was and, super nice. Yeah, so I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I, ne- I need to exercise more. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta get fuckable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. So I decided, yeah, I'm going to walk there. Yeah, you know, like I still want a pretzel. Right. But if I walk there, I like think it's not as bad, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
And then I thought I would take like a, you know, just a lackadaisical route, you know, there, just uh, up and down around the neighborhood, you know, and just take my time and get there and then take a long way around and walk. It's good for you. 20 yards from my apartment, I fucking step <laughs> on the sidewalk that is just broken as shit and just roll my ankle and just nearly sprain it. <laughs> and I've been in pain since. That sucks. Yeah. So the sidewalk's actually like demolished, basically. The, there is like there's a tree growing. Oh, like, the roots in a yard, are destroying it. And the roots have yeah. just uprooted the uh, the the sidewalk. See, that's why they need to get rid of all trees. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're nothing but trouble. Yeah. I still went on my walk though with a with a sore ankle. Impressed. Like like uh, I I took a, a breather and I was like, oh fuck, you know. But I realized that like. Because I've sprained my ankle numerous times, right? And I knew that this wasn't like like a debilitating sprain or anything. So like that. So you weren't laying on your back, press, right. pressing your medical alert button, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I decided yeah I could I could power through this and yeah, what am I walking? Nice. Yeah. I still need. I've never been. You've told me about that pretzel place for years. Yeah. I've I I, I rode my bike there once, like the. Seven-year-old that I am, and and they were closed because I guess they're closed on Mondays, right? Uh huh. Um. So yeah, they were closed on Mondays, so I didn't get to go buy a pretzel that day, and I've right. never, I've never just been back. I need to go. Yeah, you should and try that. I mean, you know, I love soft top pretzels. Well, sure, I they're love great. Them. And also, you know, it's not like Mondays are your only day off. Right. Yeah, it's true. I'm off Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> so that works out. Right. Yeah. I think that I think when I did ride my bike, there was back when I was part of the uh, workforce, <laughs> and I did have Mondays off. Right, like that yeah. was my day off. Uh, oh, what else were we talking about before that? The creeper. Uh, the creeper. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Something about walking. Super speed. Super. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if he's got super speed, why is he called the creeper? Because it seems to me like the creeper is synonymous with walking really slow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't well, be again, it's, it's it's more like Captain America right. super speed. Okay. Yeah. Batman super speed. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Huh. Uh, uh I mean, you know, I've I've been watching things on the, the, oh. the programs. Anything good? Uh, Hannibal, of course. Uh, Archer is, is is going strong. Uh Caught up on Teen Wolf some more. Nice. Um, How I Met Your Mother, which is is near the ending. Yeah, I think there's like three episodes left. Yeah. There. Uh, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. It's a good show. I haven't seen it in years, though. But, uh, I really like every episode I've seen. Um, I watched uh, Reefer Madness the other day. Were you smoking some weed? I was not. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, if anything, like, I'm never going to, because right. now I know the dangers. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Right. Yeah. You could flip out and just murder people. You could, wearing a suit. <laughs> you know, you would look good in a suit, so maybe maybe you should try the weed. Huh? Yeah, maybe I should. If, it, if yeah. it inspires you to wear suits and murder people, it's a give and take. I have always wanted to wear suits. I, and murder people. And murder people. Right. Yeah. I mean, the suits first. Right. Oh, yeah. Murder people second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all the best serial killers wear suits when they murder. They should, mm. anyway, if they do. Like Hannibal. Hannibal, exactly. I was say, Jeffrey Dahmer, no suit. Nope. But look at that guy. Right. Kind of a fuck up. Yep, exactly. But Hannibal? Yeah. Yeah, pretty He's classy. Pretty, pretty classy. Yeah. I gotta say, that uh, his, uh, the, the show, Hannibal, uh, is kind of suit porny. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like it's food porny and suit porny. Really? Yeah. Like, like lots huh. of just lovingly crafted shots of, of Hannibal cooking someone. <laughs> right, I've seen those. Yeah. You know? uh, but then also, like, lots of shots of just uh, him just looking good in a goddamn suit. Yeah. 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 And then there's another character that showed up, a uh, lady character, who also is uh, very nice with the suits. Suit porn. Huh. Food porn. Wow. Hannibal. Wow. Huh. <laughs> I need a suit. Oh, we all need suits. Yeah. We should just get some suits sometime. We should. Absolutely. At, at, at a thrift store, of course. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to go class. Yeah? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, first of all, I'm, you know... Seven foot tall and eight hundred pounds. You know, there's no suits at thrift stores for me. Right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but maybe you know, I can find a nice, uh, cheaper shoot at like a, uh, an actual, like it, you know, tailored. It'd be nice suit store. Yeah, I would really love a suit. It would be cool. Yeah. Eh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, I went walking. I'm going to try to lose some weight, and uh, maybe, maybe I can get down to a normal person suit. Nice. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, if you do, I'll uh, I'll suit up with you. Sweet. Maybe like for an, a special episode of the show or something. If we ever did a video, yeah, we would. We should totally yeah. wear suits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know why we would ever do a video show. Me neither. But uh, I don't know why we'd ever do an audio show. It's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason. No, not really. But, but we do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, suits are nice. Suits are nice. Mm. I love them. Um, huh, yeah. What's, what else? Anything going on? Uh, we watched Videodrome last night. We did watch Videodrome. I had never seen it before, ever. Yeah. yeah. I Like, I thought maybe I had before we watched it, but uh, obviously not because it's pretty memorable. Right. And I've never seen I've never seen any of that. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was David Cronenberg's birthday last night. Yeah. So we, we celebrated. That's right. Yeah. He's a pretty good director, yeah. that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've never done a Cronenberg movie, have we? I, no, I started to pick one once, and it was one of the ones that you don't like by him. I think it was Schizopolis or something. Is that him? I've never seen that. Or no, no, that's, that's I think that's, that's Soderbergh. That's actually. Soderbergh. Yeah. It's, it, there was another one though. There was a Cronenberg that I was like thinking about. Was it like one of the? It's a newer. Ones? It's a newer one. Oh, uh, like in the last five years or something. Uh, uh, the, the last new Cronenberg movie I've seen was uh, Eastern Promises. Which I really mm, liked. It wasn't that. Well, you, did he, he said he did a car racing movie. Yeah, like early on, huh. uh, like uh, in his, his early days. Uh, oh no! I remember we watched a clip from it. It was like it, we saw a trailer, and I was like, "Oh, I was thinking about picking this movie." And it was like two dudes like just riding in the back of a car or something. It was like a limo. Oh, what was yeah, that? Shit. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, the one with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Dude, it was Somethingopolis. Yeah, that's why I was thinking Somethingopolis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, that movie was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking awful. What, I what, totally I forgot. About I don't even remember what the plot of it is, but I remember reading it and going, "Oh, that sounds good. I right. want to watch that." I think you and I did watch part of it. Like, like after I vetoed it, really? I think we watched like twenty minutes of it, and you were like, "Yeah, this is <laughs> terrible." I just remember watching like a trailer for it. Maybe, maybe we just saw a trailer. Or something. No, we watched it. 
like it 20 minutes of it and you were like yeah good call and maybe it was that unmemorable yeah. I, don't, I don't remember it uh man i can't yeah i can't remember the name of that movie now <laughs> but it was like yeah it took place in the future kind of it was like a businessman right you know, exactly yeah, yeah yep yep uh yeah awful well happy birthday fuckhead <laughs> thanks for making a <laughs> shitty movie <laughs> You know, the coolest thing, or one of the coolest things about Videodrome is that movie will never be remade. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Like, it can't be. Yeah, because, like, people are like, what's a videotape? Right. You know, and if they do remake it, they'll change so much that it... Like, what's the point? Yeah, why why bother? Right. So, of course, you know, that's never really stopped them before. It's true. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure that'll never be remade, which makes that... An awesome movie because right. it's it's really good, yeah. but it's like I mean it's dated, but it's dated it, of course, but it's good though. Yeah, I mean you know it is just a product of its time, exactly, but, but not in a terrible way whatsoever. But in such a way that it will never be like revisited, probably. Right. You know, except by people who just love awesome movies. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, as like filmmakers, right, no one, yeah. no one, no studio is gonna be like, let's redo Videodrome, right? Oh, I'm sure someone's trying. They could they could do maybe Internet Drum or something, you know? Maybe, like, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, you could probably take the themes of that movie yeah. and make it something else. Which but, is cool. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know, but you know, at the same time, we have video drums, so why bother? Yeah, it was good. It was very yeah. good. I, I, like, honestly, like, as soon as we were done watching, I was like, I want to watch that again, like, tomorrow. Right. Um, I, I lent you the DVD yeah. so you could watch the commentaries. Yeah, yeah. I definitely will, too. Because I'm off Monday and Tuesday this week, so I'm gonna right, yeah. I'll watch one each day. Because <laughs> there's there's two commentary tracks. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we did something cool on Monday. That's uh, right, we did. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that almost. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. Um, Doom Patrol, right? Doom Patrol. Have you guys ever read Doom Patrol? It's fucking good. <laughs> it, it's, it's like no joke. It's seriously the reason I started working at Mavericks when I was fourteen because um, my brother, who's a few years older than me, um, had a had a friend that used to come over and we'd all hang out and draw and like play Dungeons and Dragons and whatnot. Nerds. And we were nerds. I know. Can you believe it? I, looking back, I'm like, wow. <laughs> good thing I grew out of that. And then, but he came over and he, and he was like, he's like, hey, you should read this comic. It's really good. And he gave me like the first four issues of, of, uh, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Right. And I was like, ah, yeah, I like robots. 19 through 23. 19 through 23. And, uh, or 22, because four, four issues. 19, 20, 21. Okay. <laughs> I just did the, I had to do the math myself. Right. I believed you. Well, I did the real math. <laughs> right. I saw your fingers. Yeah. They were moving around. Yeah. <laughs> but nineteen plus four is twenty-three. 23. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they were really good. Right. <laughs> all, all, all six of them. <laughs> um, and I was addicted. I was like totally addicted, and like I started working at Mavericks. I was like, because my brother worked there at the time. And I was like, hey, do you think you can get me a job at that comic shop so I can buy the rest of those Doom Patrols? <laughs> and uh, and like you know, thus history was made. <laughs> so. So in on March thirteenth, uh, what would it? March tenth. March tenth, two thousand four. Yes. I was trying to convince Joe, our to, friend Joe G. Joe G. of uh, Viewmasters fame. Yes. I was like, you should totally read. You like Grant Morrison because he, you know, read some Grant Morrison stuff. I was like, yeah, right. JLA probably. Probably. I was like, you should totally read these Doom Patrols. And he's like, yeah, I just don't know when I'd get around to him. And I was like, no, you really should read them. You would really like them. Oh, yeah, he liked Animal Man, too. Okay. Yeah. 
And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, seriously, it might take me, like, I don't know. I might not even get to him this year. And I was like, okay, I'm going to loan them to you today. Ten years from today, I want them back. Like, I don't want them back nine years from today. You know, I want them back ten years from today. So ten years from that point in time. Right. Assuming he had read them. Assuming he had read them, yes. Right. I mean, if he had gone ahead and read them and then given them back to you. No. No, I told him no. I said, I don't want them back. I was like, you can only bring them back. Because, like, just to assure him that it was okay to borrow them, Uh I was like, I don't expect them back until 10 years from today. I was like, no matter what. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, so, so, okay, so March 10th, 2004. Right. You you make him this deal. Hmm. And if Joe would have read them in 2006. Right. And tried to give them back to you. I would have unaccepted them. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Even if he had read them completely. Well, maybe cause I was against the rules, but maybe I would have been persuaded. Okay. But the rules were 10 years from the day. Like I was like, no matter where we are on the planet, because I was like, we both worked at Mavericks at the time. Sure. And I was like, I was like, surely we won't be working at Mavericks at the time. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I knew that we both would be. Right. But. As it turned out, we neither one were, yeah. which was nice. But uh, I was like, by no, a narrow margin, by a narrow. Yeah, he got out of there sooner than I did. <laughs> but I was like, no matter where we are on the planet, we have to return to Mavericks, and you give me these books back on March tenth, two thousand fourteen. Right. <laughs> which uh, okay, so the problem I'm having. Here oh, oh yeah, uh, is there, that I am. We should say there's like forty something of them. It wasn't just those forty. Right. No. Yeah. It's it was issue, like the whole run, the entire Grant Morrison run. Yeah. Issues nineteen through sixty three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus the Doom Force special. You know, I thought I had that, but he didn't return that. Okay. Uh, he did tell me that it was not well, in the collection. All part of his story. Because right, right. <laughs> because I I was gonna lend him my copy. I think I do still have it somewhere. Okay. I think it's another box. Because, like I said, I think I have it filed with my Keith Giffen stuff for some uh, reason. Yeah, well, because he drew he, part he of it. He drew the cover yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my my problem that I'm having with this is that uh, I was always under the assumption that uh, he had 10 years to read this book. And it wasn't a mandatory thing that he returned in 10 years. It was <laughs> that... The deadline. Right. He just had that amount of time right. to read it. Right. And that whenever he got around to reading it, uh, okay. he could return it. That's the impression I always had. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the deal and I'm just dumb? Uh, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I did read the contract. Yeah. Because there was a contract. Yeah, we, we had a contract which was signed by me and him and two other, or three other people. Three people. Yeah, yeah. two other Mavericks employees and with a, a good customer that was there at the time. Right. Uh, yeah, so signed by you, signed by Joe, Jer- signed by Jeremy, Jeremy Hoyt. Hoyt. Uh, signed by your friend Andy Metalbrine. Andy Metalbrine. And, uh, by former Mavericks employee Dave Clary. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, and so, so witnessed and, and everything. <laughs> and, right. uh, the, the, the contract. Everything but notarized. Right, right. And the contract was, was in Joe's pool file at Mavericks. Yeah, we like taped it to the back of the file. Right. To the wall. Cause I think. For like, 10 years. Right. Cause one day, like, you know, I, I snoop. <laughs> And, uh, you know, like I was just, I was maybe getting my file and like I saw the thing sitting in Joe's file and I was like, what the hell is that? And I right. read it and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably back in like 2006. Right. Yeah. It was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Who would do that? Right. Joe G would. Yeah. And me. And you. Because Joe G took the full 10 years. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he waited until, what, like three months ago to start reading it? Two months ago. I think he said he started it a couple times over the years and just yeah. got you know, out of the habit of it and just put it down. Yeah. But he went back and read them all like two months ago. Yeah, but I think, yeah, he started in, in early February, maybe. Late January. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? It's like, because he told me, he was like, I don't know when I'll get around to it, but obviously he could have read them in two months. Right. Uh, but it took him ten, ten years instead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, and so, so yeah, so this past Monday was March 10th, 2014, the the deadline for the contract. And it was the great returning. It was. Yeah. I went to Mavericks, which is not something I do often these days. Right. Um, I was there as well. Also not something I do. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me, Joe. And, uh, <laughs> and Joe brought in the books. Yep. And we exchanged them. Yeah. And uh, I, I kept the car. You know what? I, like, I didn't think about this, but we should have, like, signed the card somehow that night. Like, said, you know, like, they were returned on this date. Yeah, yeah, we should have. But, yeah. uh, but whatever. Yeah. I've, still, I've got the card. And we, we have the memories. And we we went to Steak and Shake for milkshakes. Yeah, afterwards. we did. Because <laughs> we're adults. We're big girls. Yeah. Yeah, we're big girls. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we took Jeremy along with us because yeah. he was one of the signees. And, yeah. Um, and I was there just for fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you were the new witness because we didn't we didn't think to invite. Like, I I really kind of wish we would have invited the other two guys that had signed the card. Then I uh, probably would have shown up. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Like, because you're not familiar with. Right. You know, uh, uh, okay. If, <laughs> if one of them would have shown up, I probably, probably wouldn't, wouldn't have. Right. Yeah. But uh, one specific right person right. on that <laughs> list. <laughs> We won't say who it was, but it wasn't Andy Middlebrown. <laughs> 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 uh, but we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we had a real good time. And and like, and I'm excited to reread them because it's it's been you know obviously ten years, but it's been right. more than that since I've read those. Because um, I re- I read them when I was you know like fourteen, right? And like around issue like thirty maybe thirty two something like that is when I was buying them off the stands. Right. And like from then on, I read them the week they came out. Right. And like that's the last time I've read any of those. So, yeah. um, I'm excited to reread them. Yeah, I've uh, I've reread them a couple of times throughout the years. Uh, I think I've I've maybe read it less than I've reread the Invisibles. Right. Yeah. But but I've read it like at least two or three times. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, and it was a book that I also came into late. Like you know, I uh, probably didn't uh, start reading it until maybe like. Four years after Grant Morrison was already off the book, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but there's trades, you know. There's, well, yeah, but I bought every issue individually. Oh, okay. Because that's what a collector does. There, and there's so many great Simon Bisley covers. Oh yeah, like yeah. the the first maybe I don't know, like half dozen. I think don't... the first six issues are done by Richard Case. Yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah, I love. He's fine. I love Richard Case. He drew the entire series. Yeah, which is impressive. Like right. I love that he stayed on. Yeah. Um, but. The covers just get amazing when oh, yeah. Simon Bisley takes over. Yeah. I mean, they're so good. Like that fucking gorilla pushing the baby yeah. stroller. And just everything. <laughs> everything is so good. Didn't, uh, after a while, didn't, uh, I mean, Simon Bisley didn't do all the covers, uh, up to a certain point. I think, uh, like, didn't Brendan McCarthy do a couple? And there's, there's a couple. Like, there's a Jamie Hewlett one. But I yeah. mean, like, even uh, towards. Jamie Hewlett, maybe, is what I'm thinking. Towards then, there's still some Bisley ones. Oh, yeah. Towards yeah. right, right towards the end of his run. But yeah, I mean, there's some great, great artwork in right. there, and uh, I, I love Richard Case. That guy needs some love. I, you know, I don't have a problem with Richard Case. I, I mean, he was he was certainly fine. But I will say this, you know, uh, like like 
you know, just just you know, being the half-assed uh, Grant Morrison scholar that I, I try to be sometimes. You know, there are definitely artists who work with Grant Morrison and get what he does and can turn his scripts into like a readable book. Yeah, and then there are some that absolutely fucking can't <laughs> right. and Richard Case is definitely on the top of the list of people who can because I don't think there's a weirder Grant Morrison comic than the oh, neutral. yeah 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 Richard Case but, gets it yeah yeah he's good like like even the invisibles doesn't reach the weirdness that Doom Patrol got to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow, I can't remember. Like, I've read Invisibles, like, twice since I've read Doom Patrol, so I'll have to... And I'm excited, too, because uh, this this very week, Stray Bullets, uh, which was another one of my favorite comics, oh, yeah. um, after its nine-year hiatus, returned with issue 41, Yeah. which I guess is the end of that series. Yes. But then there's also a new number one that came out the same week. Yeah, Killers. Stray Bullets, Killers. Yep. Um, so I think I'm going to go back and, like... Once I start, uh, which will probably be tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to read a Stray Bullets and a Doom Patrol, one, one issue a day. Nice. For like, you know, a month and a half until I've read both series all yeah, the way through. Yeah, both around 40 issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, ex- I'm very excited about That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, love to reread Stray Bullets, but... Uh, I don't own any beyond issue 25 because that's when I thought it got canceled. Well, when you get to issue 26, let me know, and if, oh. I'll loan you the rest of them. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we can, maybe we could talk about them sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. Such uh, a good series. It's definitely, like, I know we've reviewed crime comics before, and I've said uh, comics is not my favorite genre for crime stories, or my, or my favorite medium. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Stray Bullets is by far my favorite crime comic I've ever read. It's pretty great. From what I remember, which right. sadly isn't a ton, right? right. You know, yeah, it's been nine years. It has been well, or longer, for longer you. for me, cause, a dozen years probably. Yeah, uh, like I remember, because I remember hearing a lot about Stray Bullets and then deciding, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I like crime, you know. And then uh, I remember buying, like, I think they were all reprints at that point, but like you know, just uh, reprints of like the first six or ten issues or right. something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I remember going to work and I, I was doing a popcorn popping shift at the movie theater. So this is like 96, 97, maybe. Right. Uh, I was, I was definitely driving by this point. Eh, so yeah, 95, 96. Uh, and, uh, just sitting in the popcorn room reading like the first couple issues of Stray Bullets and being like, fuck, I gotta add this to my oh, whole list. Oh, so good. It's David Lapham of Valiant fame. Yeah. And and Defiant. Don't forget yeah, of War, course Warriors Defiant. of Plasma. Warriors of Plasma. <laughs> <laughs> Which I honestly liked that book. Like, I thought it was so weird. I never like, read it. So. Like, it was kind of like the Image Prophet book as far as just weird, right. like, crazy stuff all, all the over the place. Prophet. Yeah. The okay. current, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was... No. I, it was well drawn and like strange. Like I doubt if it reads well. Right. Like from my nostalgia, it probably seems better than it really is. But right. Um, I would actually reread Warriors of Plasma. If I, <laughs> maybe I'll look for some Defiant comics in the quarter boxes too. There you go. Like the good guys yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember when that came out. I was like, really? Like that's the name of your superhero team, the good guys. Hey, why it's, not? It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Because you're like the good guys, you know. Yeah. But. Why the hell not? Exactly. So the Doom Patrols are safe in my possession. Didn't immediately put them up on eBay. <laughs> no, uh, I did not. That, uh, that was my fear. 
But that, you were gonna do that. This is kind of funny. I gotta tell you this because for Valentine's Day, I bought Kathleen and and I a tango lesson. Right. And I came with you know a half an hour one on one lesson, you know, or like two on one, I guess. Right. Because um, it was the instructor and, and us, and uh, you know, and there was also a group lesson which we just took this Friday. No. Yep. But when we were scheduling it. He was like, he was like, oh, he's like, you should come in, uh, this, this Monday the 10th at eight o'clock. Uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, that'll be a really good night for it. And, Cause it won't be too crowded and like, you know, the beginner's class. And I was like, oh, I've, I've got something that night. I, I can't, I can't do it. And he was like, he's like, he's like, what? What's going on Monday night? He's like, you got work or something? I was like, I was like, uh, no. <laughs> And then, and then he was like, he just paused. We both were silent for a minute. He's like, he's like, so you're gonna be mysterious about this, aren't you? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to try to explain to you that after ten years, I'm getting a stack of Doom Patrol comics back, and it has to be Monday night at eight o'clock. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was funny. So we did go this Friday, and it was strange because. I, as I told you yesterday, um, I, I was kind of thrown off because I thought it was going to be a group class. Right. And I thought, like, me and Kathleen would be dancing, and then, like, all these other couples would be dancing. But what I didn't realize was, like, every two minutes they had you switch partners and dance with somebody else. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, I'm I'm not a good dancer. This was my second dance lesson ever. And I think I went to one dance when I was in high school ever, and I was probably only dancing for, like, five minutes so I was I was a little like anxious and thrown off and it was like I would much rather have just danced with my lady friend. But, yeah. but uh Did you dance with any dudes? I did dance with did I? Uh, yeah, I think I did. I think I danced with right one on. dude. I mean he was our instructor. Okay. Like no dudes asked me to dance. Okay. Yeah. Well that's that's sad. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, Really, fellas? <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah. I feel pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so that was cool. Awesome. So it was a good week. Some yeah, dancing yeah. and some Doom Patrols. Sweet. What more could you ask for in life? Not much. Right? Not much. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick a comic book. Oh, is it comic book time? That's yeah. what I could ask for. It is comic I like, book time. I like to read comics. Yeah. So uh, we're going we're gonna, to, like I said, uh, I had originally chosen the uh, the Creeper comics, but uh, scrapped that idea. Is it going to be Doom Patrol? It is not going to be Doom Patrol. Uh, it is actually, uh, not any DC or Marvel book at all. Ooh. Uh, it is a book called Aliens vs. Parker. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Predator. Nope. I, and for a second I got less excited when you said Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> Man, I would much rather read that four-issue miniseries from the 90. Sorry. I think it was a 12-issue series. Well, the original was four, and then there was a 12-issue. <laughs> Bless you. The, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the original, the very original, with the, like, orange number one, it was a four-issue. I remember. David Dorman covers. Hmm. And, uh, then, and then there was a 12-issue after that. All right. I swear to you. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, Aliens vs. Parker. The four issues or the twelve issues? Four issues. <laughs> uh, co-written by comedian Paul Shear, who was in Piranha 3D. And uh, he's in uh, NTSFSB, or 
NTSF SDSUV. And uh, occasional episodes of the greatest events in television history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and right. uh, host of the podcast, uh, How Did This Get Made? Uh, co-wrote a comic last year, and uh, we're going to read it. Nice. It's about aliens. And a guy named Parker. Versus a guy named Parker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm down. All right. I think Kathleen has those. Really? So I could probably read hers if maybe you haven't yeah. finished it. Because I, I have not finished reading it yet. I so. don't know if she has them all, though, because I was still buying them for her okay. when I left Maverick. Sure. So, yeah, you didn't think they finished after you had uh, already gone. Oh, so. did they? Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, but, hey, yeah, we could ask her, see if she, what she has. If, oh, uh, yeah. if you read, like, the first two issues on your own, then, you know, I can have the last two issues for Sweet. you by the end of the week. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Aliens and Parker. Yeah. All righty then. Well, uh, we'll do that next week. And yeah. until then. Watch out for Ask Goblins. It happens. It really happens. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>